Time now for Matt's opening thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And here we go. I mean, it's really nothing more than a self-absorbed monologue, a chance for Matt to rant about something and pretend he's a serious radio personality instead of a gas bag. Let's face it, he stole this idea from Dennis Miller. Now, I don't want to get off on a rant here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! So I got a hot take on what the Raptors should do on the eve on taking on the most dysfunctional NBA team the past two decades, the Knicks! They're on a six-game losing streak, first time in a decade. They are five games under five hundred. The Pacers, the Kings, the Trailblazers, the Lakers. Let that sink in for a moment. The Los Angeles dysfunctional Lakers all have a better record than the Raptors. The Raptors have the same record as the perennially tanking Oklahoma City Thunder. Let that sit in. Let that seep in. To make matters worse, here's what's coming up next. you got the Knicks, the Cavs, the Clippers, the Grizz, the Suns, the Pacers, the Bucks, and then the Knicks again on Friday, January 6th. So my hot take, here is what Masai Ujiri needs to be doing. Masai, good afternoon. Thanks for listening. As always, you should do nothing. Right now, the temptation is that it's time to do something bold. Hey, look. Oh, I hear Zach Levine's not happy in Chicago. Let's swoop in. Time to take a step back and start looking ahead to next year. And I get it. I flirted with it. I flirted with the idea. But in the end, the smart move, the right move, the wildly boring move is to do nothing. And I I know this is not what you want to hear, but do we, shouldn't we give Nurse Masai the benefit of the doubt? There was an article in The Ringer yesterday focused on the Raptors. Their conclusion, quote, They don't need to blow it up, but they're not remotely fulfilling their potential of this season either and pursuing a strategic retreat to reset for next season would make plenty more sense than striving for a play-in berth with a team that can't score. And a lot of that makes sense. A lot of that I totally get. They are not fulfilling, as of right now, their potential for this season. Uh, This is a team that has not sniffed the top ten in offensive efficiency since Kawhi and his goofy laugh left for L.A. Only the Rockets, the Spurs, and the Hornets have a worse half-court offense than the Raptors this year. Nick Nurse relying on so much isolation feels ill-suited for this team. There's only one team that has more of an ISO-heavy attack, and it's the Mavericks. They got Luka. Siakam is great. But we don't got Luka. I mean, hey, if you can get rid of Gary Trent Jr. for a player that can help, great. But you're not fixing this offense for anyone you bring in where Trent is the player going the other way. Raptors have lost a lot of close games. They have an even scoring differential, which is better than the Clippers and the three teams ahead of them, the East. So there is silver linings. And I know no one wants to hear about injuries, but it's part of the reason why the team is sub-500. Siakam's missed 10 of 31 games. OG, the four games he missed, they lost them all. Gary Trent Jr. has missed the last three games, all losses. Precious Achua, big part of this team's plans, has missed 19 games. The last playoff win by the Raptors against the Sixers, Precious Achua was second in scoring that night. 17.7 rebounds in 27 minutes off the bench. He's an important part of this team. And the team, this team is better than their record, and you know it. We all know it. There's the huge issue of Scotty Barnes. He's fifth, the fifth leading scorer on the Raptors. That's not good enough. 
His assists are up, but everything else is down. But continuing on the line of silver linings, Eric Kareem from The Athletic pointed out, just look at the Celtics, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Those guys got worse from their rookie season. Tatum took a step back in his second year. Jalen Brown did in his third. The best course is to stay the course. Let the players get better through work development and experience. Because here's the thing. You're not doing a true tank, okay? It's not happening. Get rid of that thought. That is an insult to the so many truly terrible teams in the NBA to say the Raptors can jump into that disgusting pool. Charlotte's 1-8 in their last nine. Not a lot of talent. LaMelo Ball only came back in mid-November. Detroit. Well, Cade Cunningham, season-ending surgery on a shin. Detroit's like, yeah, we're looking ahead. San Antonio, 5-18 and 18 in the last 23 games. Unless you're in multiple fantasy leagues, you can't name a spur beyond Jakob Hurdle. By the way, two of their last four wins have come against Houston. Speaking of the Rockets, god-awful, worst record in the West, so young. Top three players are 22 years of age or younger. Now, I flirted with the idea of trading Van Vliet. Teams like Dallas or the Lakers could use him. Make Scotty Barnes the, the point guard. Hey, let's get nuts. The only issue is the only other ball handlers are Malachi Flynn and Delano Banton. So it's a stupid idea by me. Fun idea, but it's an idea you come up with when you're watching the Raptors lose. A tank job right now that can really, really help overall overhaul the offense. The sexy move, blow it up. Let's all play armchair GM. Let's speculate about who's coming in. Keep an eye on the draft boards. High draft picks is the greatest source of false hope in sports. But the right move right now is to have faith in this management team that has nothing but won over their time here in Toronto. Now on January 7th, we can revisit. Until then, stay the course. That is my opening thought. I'm finished.